and welcome to Game & Watch, the show where we talk about games we've been gaming and movies and TV shows we have been watching. I'm Aaron. And I'm James. And today we have yet another video game draft for you guys. Um, this is a very spicy year if you're a retro gamer. Uh, what are we doing this week? We're doing the year 1994. And as always, people have tuned in by the hundreds of thousands to find out what Aaron will be drafting. You know, there's no Assassin's Creed on this list, so I think we're all safe there. Um, yeah, I know you guys clamored for it last time, but I safely secured <laughs> it. Um, not again, not this time. We were so disappointed you had the number one pick. So yeah, this draft, we have three returning favorites and my favorites. I'm just saying you're some of my favorite people. I don't I don't there's no crowd consensus as to whether or not other people actually like you I haven't haven't confirmed it. Uh, but we got Joey, Dave and Jason. Thank you all for coming back. Thanks for having us. I'm really, Thank you. I'm really waiting on the focus group here so I can figure <laughs> out what I need to do. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Satisfy yeah. the people. And so this is also a special draft because um, Jason is recently engaged. And because of that, I thought maybe we just let Jason pick the year and the categories. And so he did. And I don't think any of us are disappointed by his by his picks, um, unless we end up getting burned really hard. and He takes our games, in which case we wish him nothing but the worst luck. <laughs> but congratulations to you, Jason. Thank you very much. It was truly an honor to receive the opportunity <laughs> to select the year. Can you um? can you gift us with the story of how you got engaged? Oh, man, how long you got? We're going to have to cut this for time. So just give like the start. <laughs> give the us end the of. Like, quick and dirty. <laughs> so we met in Yokohama. We met in Tokyo five no, years ago. On the meeting. Uh, Let's get to the engagement. <laughs> our first our first date was in Yokohama. Oh, oh, I took okay. her back to Yokohama. This is relevant, Big fancy Aaron. dinner. We took a walk to the place where we we walked during our first date. And so that's where I did it. It was really nice. Very sweet. Oh. Perfect weather. Thankfully, during rainy season, not a cloud in the sky. So amazing oh meant to be yeah yeah that's awesome well yeah and thank you for doing this because i i even said like you can you don't even have to pick a year we you could pick a a topic um yeah i thought after the fact i should have done soundtracks because well that would have been you know you know we're gonna do that eventually anyway yeah i mean i guess we're gonna do the you know this is more just like what 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 are you feeling in this moment and i'm glad you picked this year I had to pick one of my favorite years of gaming. I don't know. Some of the best games, some of my favorite games came out this year. I was playing games, you know, six years old. Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah. So on on that on that topic. Yeah. So what were you what were you doing in 1994, Jason? You could start us off. All right. So that was like kindergarten, first grade. Uh, I was playing a lot of video games, reading a lot, actually, as well. Uh, Read lots of little books as a kid discovered my love for Nintendo thanks to mom and dad who gave me the controller at age two. And so I was probably playing NES. I don't know if we had an S a super Nintendo by this point or not, but I know we had a super Nintendo pretty early on. Um, and so I was playing all of these games like within a year or two, probably that they were released. And like some of the first games I really remember playing were from this year, I think. How about you, Aaron? 
So um, I was 28 at the time in 1994. And oh, wait. Okay, sorry. I wasn't supposed to reveal I'm actually much older than I seem. Uh, No, I, much like Jason, I was uh, a little kid. I was playing a lot of Sonic. I was reading Goosebumps. Um, Yeah, I grew up with an NES. Uh, I did not have a Super Nintendo. Um, I only played Super Nintendo at my cousin's house, my grandma's house, and at friends' houses. Um, so my experience with that system is kind of limited um, until I got older. Definitely had a Genesis, big time Genesis kid. Um, and yeah, just um, living life with, again, video games and goosebumps, which what else do you need? I am in a very similar camp. Goosebumps and video games, though, at this point, the extent of my video gaming outside of like Game Gear and like handheld stuff and Game Boy was kind of at friends' houses. I don't think I had a console at this point, but I was playing some of the games on this list. I was exposed to some of them. I probably didn't beat any like console game like Super Nintendo or Genesis game. I probably didn't beat it at this time, maybe. But I definitely had exposure to a lot more than I realized. I, I Initially, when Jason picked this, I thought, this is great. I played most of these games after the fact and it's true that i probably beat most of these games after the fact but i actually did get exposure to a lot more which is surprising um how about you dave i mean i would have to say something similar to what you said jimmy i didn't play a lot of games at this time and if i i i think i had a sega genesis uh the following year 1995 but even then, a lot of the video games, especially a lot of the ones that I picked, I didn't beat to completion as a kid. Because some of these games, some of the games I picked on my list are going to be very like out there. But it's very 90s nostalgic for me. Nice. So, yeah, you'll you'll all see. But, yeah, for me at the time, 1994... <laughs> Gosh, I can't even remember what I was doing. I probably was just running around the yard uh, with my brother. Just <laughs> screaming at the moon. Yeah, like being stupid, climbing trees, like all that yeah. stuff. So, yeah, I wasn't into video games yet, but it was close. I take your comments about very 90s nostalgia as a potential threat to me and my draft picks. So we'll, we'll, <laughs> well see how that... Well, so, I mean... Notice yeah. how Dave said my picks as though he had already gotten them and secured them. Yeah. Oh, I like I'm, that. I'm going to secure them. Okay. No, I, I, but you I, know but what? I have backups. I, I got we'll, backups. We'll see what happens. I'm very curious about this. Yeah. I mean, because all of us, with the exception of Joey, uh, are basically the same age. I mean, we're, I guess we're all generally close to the same age. We're all like anywhere from like five to seven years old at this point, except you, Joey, right? Uh, we're seven. Seven. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. he could have potentially been beating some of these games where we Probably. were all just no. Okay. Like, my little blurb is like most of these games, like the most obscure ones. You're th- like I'm like I do have a few in my pocket, are like ones in our like lake house that you just go up and you're like I'm bored, I'm gonna play this game, and you're like what is this game, <laughs> you know like, and I saw a few of those on. I was like oh I actually have more than uh I thought, but you're gonna be like really you played that game Joey? I'm like yeah I did. So th- this draft is more like, I like the game enough to play it again. You know, yeah, it's like a diehard passion this year, but it's more like, mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I'll, I'll play it again. Mm-hmm. 
Interesting. I really, I think this year more than any other year, I don't really have a clue what any of you will be picking. And actually mm. I feel like the person I might know the most, or I think I know the most is Aaron or normally I would think that, but then that's how I would pick if I was Aaron. Uh, so <laughs> unpredictability who, is the guiding principle. Yeah. Who even knows? Yeah. yeah no, you, I'm here for it. You're We're truly <laughs> unknowable. So yeah. So we're, you know, to anyone who's not familiar, this is a it's a fantasy team draft for the year 1994. Um, and my I'm referring to people who are listening, not to you guys. Um, it is snake draft format. Um, the draft order will be randomized. I have all of our names in a uh, website to randomize that I will reveal the order in a second. Um, so the, the rules are slightly different in this case. Usually what we do is you we've had it so you can only draft a game that was released in 1994 in the United States. Uh, Jason had a good idea, probably one that will directly benefit him and possibly none of us. <laughs> but, <laughs> but nonetheless, it was a good idea. Uh, we are also allowing games that were released in Japan in 1994 that were not released in the U.S. on the same platform as in Japan, or maybe were never released in the U.S. And there are, there are actually a fair share of examples. I wanted to make sure I didn't, like miss something that I actually had played or had major exposure to. Did I summarize that right? Yeah, absolutely. Cool. So as usual, games can be eligible for multiple different categories. um, And we have some wild card picks. Uh, So our categories are Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, handheld. So Game Boy, Game Gear, PC, and two wild card picks. And again, those wild cards can be any game, from any console. And there are more consoles out at this time that are not given their own separate category. So there is a lot. There's a lot out there more, more than I was expecting. So unless anyone has any questions, I am going to share my screen and we'll figure out this draft order. Anyone have some, some musings before we start Um, fears, hopes, dreams. The only thing that I'll say is for the handheld category, because when I got the rules here, it says Game Boy, Game Gear, and etc. Oh, that was that and was I a typo. Took, I took the etc. <clears throat> literally, so I'm wait, just putting well, that out there. Well, wait a second. So that that's on me for putting etc. If you're if you picked a Tiger handheld game, that is not eligible. <laughs> they it's found a video the game. best Tiger handheld. That, it is no. a video game on an LCD screen. Counts. We no, we talked about this when we did 1997. <laughs> you actually, I think you specifically asked if Tiger games were allowed, and we all unanimously said absolutely not. Here's but that's where... 1997. This is 1994. Here's where it's revealed that Not Dave many. had a secret Neo Geo pocket that none of us knew about. <laughs> yeah, we, we we vetoed Tiger, Tamagotchi, those like any pets or any of that. So let let me uh, let you can you can say what you're gonna say, and we will no 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 we no, will litigate it. We will litigate it at the time. No 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 yeah don't tell us yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. But when yeah, you yeah, when yeah. when you try to when pick you're... it, we will we will litigate it on air. We will all take a vote. So I think that's good. democratic. That sounds good. Yeah. 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 I'm not going to make that decision unilaterally. Okay. Yes. So I've got our names in the randomizer. And I will be 
Oop. Randomizing it now. All right. Joey has the first pick. Aaron has the second pick. I have the third pick. Dave has the fourth. And Jason has the fifth pick. I must say, I'm loving where I'm at with this one. I like where I'm at. All right, we'll copy this into our main document so that we can all see it. <clears throat> you know, I thought when we started that draft position is going to have a huge impact, and I feel like it might. So it'll be interesting to see how this goes. Very interesting. Very interesting. All right, Joey, whenever you're ready, kick us off. I think this is going to be extremely obvious. It's a game that I do have passion for. I was going to pick Earthbound, but you guys took that away from me, James. You took that away from me today, and I'm angry. <laughs> that was my number one pick, but I did I did follow up on it, and it was 95 in the North America. So yep. uh, I Donkey made the same Kong mistake. It's going to be my pick, Donkey Don- Kong Country. Ah, all right. I'm passionate about it. I love that game. I don't think I need to really go into it. It's Everyone knows it. It's a loved game. And uh, yeah, it's it's top notch. Probably the best game of this year, you know, outside of Earthbound. Since we're not including it, I know you love NES so very much. I I had a passion, you know, you had like a whole speech <laughs> with Earthbound and Donkey Kong. I was like, it's not going to follow me, so I didn't even dream of getting it. Um, but yeah, I'll take it and happily so. Very good. It's a great pick, and I, and I'll just clarify you're taking it in the super nintendo category i'm yes, clarifying yeah. it for the audience not for for you <laughs> all right aaron all right um in the spirit of unpredictability i will go with my wild card what the one f- of them what what the- is- aaron what on earth does <laughs> it you- make sense <laughs> um because i want a game that's guaranteed that i think one of you may have on your list wait 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 stop stop for a second I'm sorry. Okay. I'm not trying but to take I guess, this from But me. I guess we have two wild cards. So right. But also think about uh-huh. how likely is it, even if we have it on our list, that we're going to take it first round? Pretty unlikely. Okay. And All I'm right. just, I, and if I'm, if I end up steering you to taking what I'm going to take, I'm going to lose my shit. No, <laughs> on no, myself. it's not going to happen. <laughs> so, um, not on you. I, this would be really stupid of me if I kind of direct you to taking the game I want to take. All right, very on brand, then I will do Genesis and I will do Sonic and Knuckles. Okay. Yeah. I but you walked out for my wild cards later because I have some crazy oh, shit on there. Now I, I have to say in the in the in the interest of democracy, does anyone want to yell at me now for ca- talking Aaron down from the ledge of picking a wild card <laughs> instead of Sonic and Knuckles? No, it's okay. No, no, it's no, no. it's totally okay. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. Tell us about Sonic and Knuckles. Um, So Sonic and Knuckles was a game that I desperately wanted to play as a kid uh, and did not have. So I got Sonic uh, the Hedgehog 3, I believe, for Christmas one year. Probably the year before. Um, And Sonic and Knuckles was a game that was constantly at Blockbuster. I saw the box for it, um, but no one had ever bought it for me. So it was the game that I waited and waited and had my mom take me to Blockbuster again and again. And when I wasn't trying to get Sonic and Knuckles, I was trying to get the Little Mermaid game for Genesis, which is terrible. Um, But when I would get this game, I would love it. And I've never owned it except in like Sega Mega Collections and Sonic Collections. Uh, But I never owned a physical copy. So Mm. that would be a dream. 
It's a great game. I so, it's a good game. I'm I'm gonna walk myself. So <laughs> sorry, sorry to interrupt. So wait, you've never owned the physical cartridge? I never owned the physical cartridge. I only rented it. Oh, okay. legendary so I, status. I was yeah. I was about to say the cartridge itself is part of the draw to it because it's because you can put the other Sonic games on top of it. Yeah, and unlock Knuckles in the other games. Dave, I you're preaching to the choir. I know, man. So <laughs> I have a question for all of you. Actually, I didn't think about this till just now. Sonic the Hedgehog three isn't that's a separate game. Like it we, is. this yeah, isn't this is yeah. not we're not no. Aaron didn't take Sonic three and Knuckles, which no. it has been packaged before or like later on. But at the time, there were two. So there were two. Yeah. So Sonic I'm just clarifying for, for everyone. The Sonic three is still out there. Yes, that is <laughs> yeah. correct. Yes. Um. All right. Great pick. I am going to take a page out of Jason's book because with my first pick, I'm taking Final Fantasy six. Nice. <laughs> and we even got my little guy right here. Visual medium. I stole Jason's bit and showed my Final Fantasy six shirt. I was really between this and Donkey Kong Country. There really wasn't any other. I mean, there technically was, but like those are like the top two for me with like another one really close by. But I there's no way that I'm, that's going to fall to me, too. But Final Fantasy six is my favorite Final Fantasy game, even though there is no perfect Final Fantasy game, because I think Final Fantasy Six's biggest flaw is that it has too many characters. But that's OK, because the soundtrack is amazing. The art style is amazing. The themes are amazing characters mostly um just soundtrack uh story it's all just so incredible and i think that a lot of jrpgs of this era well i guess really of any era often have third act problems i mean they have other problems too but as someone who actually just as some of you know finished earthbound for the first time today uh that actually really has an excellent third act, which I was not expecting. I there's just too many like Final Fantasy games too, like earlier on that kind of don't stick the landing, and Earthbound does, and Final Fantasy VI absolutely does. One of the best stories I think um, that I've played in gaming. So that will be my Super Nintendo pick. Solid, very solid. Yeah, yeah, very nice. I mean, it's a it's a one of the Final Fantasy defining yeah Final Fantasy games. Technically, if I'm if I'm being uh, if I'm being completely correct, I have to say Final Fantasy three since that's the U.S. Mm, release. That is true. That's the other thing you have to kind of uh, like deal with the original SNES format and like spelling and localization. But still a great game. Yeah. Excellent game. All right, Dave. All right. Well, I'm just going to start this off with my handheld pick. And I'm going to pick the one that I was going to do first, but now it's probably not going to be allowed. I was going to pick a Tiger Electronic game, and it was probably (laughs) the only one that I played multiple times, which was the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Tiger Electronics. Oh, yeah. Because that came out in 1994. Dave, is that allowed? I, I'd almost say it's allowed. Let let them have it. I'm gonna I, say it's allowed. <laughs> I, yeah. I why not? It's 1994. Yeah, 
I, yeah. I, if most well, of us weren't playing those little games that you spend hours wondering if you even got to the end or not, you know? Yeah. 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 We, we will, we will allow it. I, it doesn't even matter what I think, but I just going to say, I'm pretty sure I have a recording of you <laughs> vetoing tiger games for 1997. And I just want you to but know that it's out there. All the tapes. That's <laughs> I wish I could. Different. You're Do you right. know how many good <laughs> handheld games were out in 1994? I would say I counted. I only wrote four down. So we have five people. So technically, <laughs> not I, could only, not... I could only find one other game that I had played that I was like, that, that was a good game. Mm. But the Tiger Electronics ones, those were like my first video game. Probably. I probably had it at in 1994 so those were probably the the only games that i was playing at that time because that's probably all my parents could um wanted to spend on me at the time so dave can you kind of explain why this tiger electronics game the mighty Morphin power rangers one like was superior to other ones because it's power rangers and what kid in the he makes a good point didn't love Power Rangers. I was obsessed with the Power Rangers as a kid. I mean, I think even in one of those years, either 94 or 95, I was the Blue Ranger for Halloween. My brother was the Red Ranger. That became our rivalry of like blue versus red. Like he always (laughs) got everything red and I got everything blue, which then went into Pokemon, of course, later on in the naturally. But but yeah. I don't know what it is, but when I think of the Tiger Electronics, I always think of the Power Rangers one. And yeah, that's there's not much more I can say because there's not much to those games. You literally just move the character. They're like old. They're like the um, they're like the Game and Watch games that Nintendo yeah. came out with. Very few controls. You basically move your character. You have like an attack, and you got to jump. That's about it. But yeah, that was just a huge part of young Dave's childhood. So yeah, I think I had that one too. Right. I think every kid had it. Yeah. Yeah. I played a lot of those tiger games. Yeah. It was either going to be the Power Rangers one or the Lion King, but I went with Power Rangers because that's more 90s. (laughs) That's true. That's true. I definitely had a Sonic. I don't know if it was Tiger, but I had a Sonic one of those. There were a lot of knockoffs of Tiger. A lot of that. But they were... Yeah, I was going to say they were basically to trick grandmas and grandpas into thinking (laughs) they got you a video game when they did not. It's a video game. I was going to say it's actually to like... I don't know. Are they... I mean, it's the bare minimum of a video game. It is the bare minimum. It's the bare minimum. But it's a video game. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Jason, you've got back-to-back picks. Well, I will say that my first pick has not changed. This is the pick I would have picked if I was first in the draft. And I will preface it with only 11 words. The last Metroid is in captivity. The galaxy is at peace. (laughs) How long did you count in your head how many words that was? I did it yesterday. Oh, my God. But I mean, in terms of cinematic opening sequences of games that really broke, you know, what was possible, 
in the the realm of video games generally and you know especially in the 16-bit era that that opening sequence of super metro and the whole game really uh still holds up as one of my favorite of all time definitely probably the game that captivated me the most growing up you know would have been top on my list for a very long time probably um yeah just loved everything about super metroid i did not beat it probably until 10 years later you know you had to go back to yeah. it. you know where i you know where i got stuck does everyone remember that little hole you fall down and the little uh the little animals teach you how to wall jump up and get out yeah i could not for the life i at least two different times was playing this game i was like shit i fell down this hole again i guess i'm done i guess this is as far as i go yeah and uh, that was where my run ended because i couldn't figure out how to wall jump because the timing is weird you know it's really weird uh but yes went back to that game so many times and it's also it's a good pick for me because metroidvania probably my favorite genre of game generally so many of the games that i love happen to be or are because of the mechanics and how they they kind of the exploring works out yeah um so i I could go on for another two hours about super metroid but that will be my first pick it's an incredible pick i mean it it was that late i'm but glad it's a first round pick i mean i was when i when i was pulling together my list for this like as someone who's not a genesis person like to me like of this year final fantasy 6 donkey Kong country super metroid just stand alone um in terms of quality but uh i i i I did go back and forth between those three and then i kind of landed on final fantasy if i could get it that's no super metro is an incredible game what's your second and you're taking that in super nintendo i assume super nintendo yep uh and i'm gonna have to go wild card because if two of my favorite games as a child are available uh i'm going back to the super nintendo and i'm taking Mega Man x baby wow I am. I'm actually really surprised that this made it this far. Mega Man. X. I am as well. And I think this is the this is where the draft really changed because of the position, because I couldn't imagine actually getting both of these as as two of my, you know, all time favorites. Wait, I didn't but, see Mega Man X on there. Is it a. Yeah. 1994. Yeah. 94. And then I think X2 is 95. Mm hmm. Oh man! I mean, this was part of the. I mean, all of these games that that you guys have mentioned. I mean, I didn't think of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Forgive me, Dave, but this is <laughs> kind of my motivation <laughs> for '94. It's just really like some of the best titles on two of the like really blockbuster systems ever. I mean, in terms of Super Nintendo and Genesis. So I don't. I don't think I need to talk a lot about yeah. Mega Man X, except I actually did beat this as a kid, uh, and that was a feat. That like felt like climbing a mountain <laughs> as, as like an eight-year-old or whenever i finished it you know yeah i i don't think i've beaten this game to this day actually I've it multiple times it's a wonderful game it's yeah i i just remember i've been it many many times it's great but the i remember the skill jump like just like in all Mega Man games you can get through all the bosses fairly okay um but the bosses were a little t- tougher too um but just the last boss man the the skill needed is ridiculous sigma oh yeah i mean the whole the whole fortress was tough but then and i think they really added a lot to the kind of mechanics of using one power i mean that was that's always been a thing in mega man but there was like some added animations uh for if you're using the right you know when i still remember to this day like freezing um 
spark mandrel for the first time yeah and he just turns into a chunk of ice and then you shatter i don't know this like those little details and then picking up the upgrades as you go through the game and really watching x turn into this like beefed up uh superhuman you know fighting machine is is pretty epic i've always did chill penguins uh level first and then uh do that first then the um what's uh the elephant why can't i think of his name um his level is uh you know chilled over it's no longer lava so you're able to do a lot more i always thought that was his level i never knew there was more to it until much later Uh, yeah Yeah, that that, the interconnectivity of the levels was something that they had never done before yeah it was interesting yeah glad you got two of your favorites it's one of the great joys of the drafts it's a a beautiful thing all right dave all right well since i got handheld out of the way because i couldn't find many from 1994 to pick i'm going with my sega genesis pick and i'm going to pick sonic the hedgehog 3 yeah i'm glad you i'm glad you got it Yes, I was. Well, originally I wanted Sonic and Knuckles because I loved just the cartridge itself, just playing like Sonic 2 and Sonic 3 as Knuckles. But Sonic the Hedgehog 3, I love it. It's the first game that Knuckles was introduced. You couldn't play as him because he was like a villain, but he was in it. That's when he got introduced. And other little fun facts about it. It's the first game where Tails can fly. Um, in Sonic 2, he just jumped normally like Sonic. I but forgot Sonic about 3, that. Yeah, that's it's the first game where they gave Tails the flying ability. And I also looked this up a little bit ago. Uh, fun fact with this game, uh, Michael Jackson was originally yeah. hired to compose the soundtrack for it. Yep. Oh, yeah, I've got a I've got a fun fact for you. There's a delightful bootleg of Sonic Three, and it's it's got Sonic and Tails in like the Michael Jackson pose on the cover and in the inside <laughs> cover, and it's fantastic. Other fun Bad. fact: that was the first video game vinyl I owned after Jason sent me the link, and then it started my oh. addiction. Mm. Isn't there a conspiracy theory that Ice Cap uh, Zone is Michael Jackson, and like if you slow it down, it matches one of his other songs? And it there there well, is one of those like I'm you know, sure there's similar the wall yeah. if you match it up with uh you know whatever that is Wizard of Oz or something. Um, well, there's something to that because they just released Sonic Origins and they changed out a lot of the music in Sonic uh, the Hedgehog three. Like Carnival Night Zone, the music is different, and Ice Cap Zone, the music oh. the music is different. So I think there is something to that. Like that yeah. was the theory that I, even before like I knew it, people were like, "Did you know that Ice Cap Zone is actually Michael Jackson's song?" <laughs> and they sounded just yeah. like that when they said it. <laughs> Google it, yes, Google yeah. it. I swear it'll pop up on YouTube like instantly. I think Aaron and I were considering doing that as our first Sonic game for this podcast. It would be. I mean, it's pretty high up there in terms of Sonic games. It's a great Sonic game. Yeah. Like just solid all around. Yeah. And I and I need a a Sega pick uh, and that I would have absolutely taken it next if you had just taken (laughs) it. Dave. So, yeah, Uh, I needed it. 
I'm not I'm not super torn up about it though. Um because there are there are like a lot of games left that I played and I gotta think kind of carefully about this. And I feel like there are some strategic like games that are just really highly regarded. Um but I I don't know if I can just I, I think what I'm going to do oh, shit. This is really tough actually. Because there are I did not play that many Genesis games from this year. I, I mean, I, I really, I think I actually, the, for the ones that came out, I think I only played Sonic and Knuckles and Sonic Hedgehog three, like around the time that they came out. Um, And so they're like, there's a lot of like deeper cuts and Dave, you have me a little bit worried. I don't know if when you were talking about like 90s stuff that you were just referring to power Rangers, if you've got some other things up your sleeve. Oh, I got other things up my sleeve. Okay. Well, <laughs> I, I I don't know if I, I mean, I'm not going to take one of the things that I think you, you might be thinking of, um, but I think what I'm going to do is get some with my Sega Genesis pick. I'm going to get some Metroidvania representation and take Castlevania bloodlines. Mm. Interesting. Um, Tell us why. Nice. Because it's a Castlevania game. Well, it's, it's kind of, that's kind of it. Um, I, 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 again, I was not a Genesis guy. I, I, I played all the Sonic games I and mean, I played other games too. Like there were other games that came out this year that I've definitely played, um, on, you know, either like game gear or Sega Genesis or both. Um, but I, and I didn't play Castlevania bloodlines until later on when I was just trying to, I haven't played and beaten every single Castlevania game, but I've at least tried to play at least some of, um, every single one that I can, including this one. And I we're pretty close. I think I probably put it down and it's just one of those games that it's an older game. So I'm not, I'm going to just admit like some games, I just, it's hard for me to, to finish them. It's not as challenging as like the first Castlevania is, but it's a fun game. And most importantly, like the best stuff is intact. Like the, the graphics are good for the era and the music rips as they always do in Castlevania games. So I'm I'm happy to take this as my Genesis pick. Aaron. All right. Uh, I'm torn because I don't think anyone will take my SNES pick. And handheld is a very limited field this year. So I feel like I should take my handheld. And so I will take Wario Land. Uh, you son of a bitch. That's what I was going to yeah. pick. Yeah. What the f- if you did- I, I, God. <laughs> If you didn't let me take the t- the Tiger Electronics, that was going to be my pick. Aaron, all right. <laughs> I didn't even think that I would need to take it. Like, I, I would have taken this if I thought it was in danger. I didn't think it was in danger. But, and let me just tell a little story before you share your whatever anecdote you've got stored up for this game. I'm just going to say, remember when we were doing an episode on this and you played the wrong game? I sure do. Yeah. <laughs> And in that episode, you'll remember that I said I'd never played this game. Yes. But I, I picked it on reputation alone. I know. It's Wait, killing what, me right now. Yeah. What game did you pick? Did you play in that episode? He played Wario Land 3, which is honestly yeah. a pretty <laughs> kind of like forgivable mistake. Because <laughs> this game is called Wario Land, Super Mario Land 3. 3. 
You son of a bitch. This was the only handheld game I actually wanted this year. There's only like, there's like four handheld games this year. I had to take one of them. Well, I might have just screwed myself by taking Castlevania Bloodlines. I don't know. I thought maybe if Castlevania Bloodlines got back to Jason that he might take it. So, all right. There was a, there was a a chance. Come on, guys. There's definitely more than four handheld games available this year. Yeah. I mean, I only really played four of them. So, uh, I mean, you got all the Tiger Electronics. So, yeah. So Aaron, Aaron cannot regale us with tales of playing this game. Um, no, I'm I'm finally playing it the way you sons of bitches want me to play. You're play right. It, play You're it right. Based on reputation and play it based on critical consensus. Don't play from the heart. I get it. You're right, Aaron, and I am. Uh, you know, I'm I'm torn up inside for you taking my pick. But this is yeah. this is what I want. This is I crave this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> If the, only, <laughs> yeah. But the if, but the ironic thing is, a lot of my picks are going to be from the heart for this year. So okay, okay. Are you just going to give? Are going to get in Aaron's head and be like, Aaron, man, if I wish you were drafting more from the heart, you're just kind of a robot right now. Like, oh, don't say robot. That's <laughs> one of my picks later. I mean, come on, my picks are from the heart too. My heart just happens to be extremely critically acclaimed this year. <laughs> yeah, get out of here, Jason. <laughs> all right joey jason has left the building <laughs> joey you've got two back-to-back picks uh all right i don't think my pc is in trouble even though i only have one um so i'm gonna go sega genesis earthworm gym which mm. i remember beating but i went back to it like 10 years ago i was like this is stupid hard it is so hard yeah but i and just kind of stupid yeah it is but like i remember i like it still and dondo might have been here too but uh i remember us like laughing at it like because it's you know a very sarcastic game very funny it's you know i just remember the classical music uh in the i think it was the first world that you uh like beethoven's playing you're like what is going on and then you see a fish in a bowl it was like i remember beating it i do but then Matt and I went back to it like 10 years ago, maybe shorter. And we were like, how do you get past the first level? Yeah. Ridiculous. And it's just one of those things where you grind, grind, grind as a kid. And you try your hardest to beat it. And repetition is king. So eventually you do beat it. But uh, yeah, I it, it did not age well. But I'll, I'll take it and try to remaster what I used to be like back in the 1994, I guess. The rewind feature is your best friend. Aaron and I just did this for an episode of this show and we abused the shit out of the rewind feature. Yeah, you kind of have to. Um, Also, one of the things we talked about that I'm sure you can speak to is, is there any indication when enemies are about to die if you've been shooting them for about five minutes? No, (laughs) there's not. There's not. There's not. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. It was one of those stupid hard games that you just had it like it was only hard because they wanted you to keep playing it over and over to get better. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my pick for Sega. Um handheld. I did not know this came out this year, but um, you know, I'm gonna go off of uh uh who took it? Uh the Mega Man. So Mega Man Five came out this year on hand- handheld. I'm going to take Mega Man Five. Nice. Um, oh, nice. Jason, I... Yeah, Jason. You, I did not 
to this until you said it, I did not know Mega Man X came out in 94. I'm looking at all the I'm doing my research, it's not up there, and I'm like, what how did I miss that? I would have picked that over Donkey Kong. Oh, no kidding. I would have. I, I wow. love so I love it. I love Mega Man as a whole, mm. the whole franchise. And uh so yeah, I, I saw Mega Man 5 on there, and that was that's gonna be my pick. You know, I oh man, I, that would have transformed the draft. So you would have taken Mega Man X. Jim would have gotten Donkey Kong Country. I yep. think I I think I still would have gone <laughs> Final Fantasy VI, actually. Uh, but Donkey Kong Country would be out there. So you could have potentially taken Super Metroid and Donkey Kong Country, Jason. That, if, that's probably if, how it would have gone. I if mean, I'm Dave happy. had not taken money more for Power Rangers, that is. Or if he did, still take it. I don't like, think I Dave was going to budge on that. It's a solid first pick, but I did not know X was uh, 94. Mm-hmm. I really thought there was going to be a huge battle for Mega Man. I thought for sure Aaron was going to take Mega Man X as his first pick. Yeah, hey, I was tempted. Donkey Kong Country, but... I'm I'm still happy. It's it's not a. Oh, you should be. It's not like I got Mighty Morphin <laughs> Power Rangers from Tiger Electronics. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. I love it. <laughs> this is this is what it's about. Yeah. All right. So handheld, you got Mega Man Five. All right. Yeah. Aaron. Joey, what a beautiful segue, um, because I'm going to make a pick from the heart, and I'm also going to do it partially out of fear of Dave. Uh, I'm going to pick for the SNES Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Nice. <laughs> now, huh. this is definitely from the heart. Uh, my parents did not like me watching Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Um, I did anyway. I own the toys, things like that, but it was frowned upon. But in my grandmother's basement, there was an SNES and a copy of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. And every time I was in my grandmother's house, I would play it. And my cousins would like all come around and watch and we would take turns. And it was my like secret naughty Mighty Morphin Power Rangers time. And so every time I see this game, think about this game. Does um, not sound good. (laughs) I know it doesn't sound great, but it was my secret naughty (laughs) Mighty Morphin Power Rangers time. And I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. You've really got to come up with a different way to describe that. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Well, what is he the... doing in there? <laughs> yeah, the fact that you're saying it was your naughty time at your grandparents' basement <laughs> yeah. does not sound right. Well, it, it was a great game. It's a beat-em-up. And what I loved most is that you start out as the teens, and then as you gain power, you uh, mighty morph. So you go into their costumes and then there are Zord battles. So it's everything you could possibly want in a Mighty Morphin <laughs> Power Rangers game. It's true. And if you're doing it under naughty circumstances, it makes it more fun. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what you can't do with that game, Aaron? What? You you can't play it in handheld. You can't bring it with you on vacation in the car. No, that, yeah, can't. but you can't. But if it gets dark, then you can't play it anyway. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. <laughs> I don't think the I don't think the Tiger Electronics had backlights. Um, the, the, the Game Boy didn't. The Game Boy didn't either. That's true. It's very true. I couldn't play Wario Land, Super Mario Land Three, one of my favorite Game Boy games growing up, <laughs> in the car after a certain point. Well, you can't play it now based on this draft. So, <laughs> did all our parents have the same rule, like no light in the car because we're going to get in a car crash? Yep. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Yep. Um, so now that Aaron took the only handheld pick I actually wanted, um, <laughs> I'm just going to say strategy be damned. I'm not going to pick handheld. I'm just going to roll the dice and see how far I can make it. Um, 
I'm going to take my PC pick and I'm going to take a game that was only released in Japan. I am familiar with this by reputation of its soundtrack and having watched bits and pieces of it um, and like fan translations and mods. Um, it is one of the first games by Hideo Kojima. It is Police Knots. Uh, you took my pick. <laughs> um, I mean, this game is kind of like, and Jason, you know, it's like the soundtrack ranges from like funky to like a funky, like a rearrangement of the Law and Order theme. It's like yep. the music is so, so good. Uh, and one of these days I, I need to actually like find an emulator and play it from start to finish. Uh, for anyone listening who's not familiar, for anyone on this draft who's not familiar, uh, obviously Jason is. Um, this is just kind of like a, it's like part visual novel, part like point and click, like mystery, uh, futuristic, like crime solving mystery game. And uh, it is my my memory of like the plot is has kind of since gone. Um, so I won't like, I can't really summarize it here, but it's a blast. And the music just kind of keeps going and never gets old. And yeah. It, that there were other games for PC this year that I like a couple that I played, but I and I'm actually going to save one of these for an honorable mention uh, in case no one else picks it. Uh, but this to me is like in, in terms of like me looking back now, I'm not like living in the nostalgia then. I'm just kind of being like, this is this is this game's cool as fuck, and I need to pick it. It's an amazing pick, and I I'll just give a shout out to my uh, translation class at unc charlotte because i taught this game we you we did translated, yeah we translated the opening sequence and people loved it the students really dug that's a great idea for a translation i'm sorry you probably told me this and i forgot but i might i might have but i don't know if we ever talked in depth about it but yeah it, it's a great i mean there's like some wonky language in there it definitely is a it's a bit of a curveball and is a challenge for people because you have to look up all these like space words and police, you know, investigation type words. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, because it was never translated officially, there's like, you know, obviously fan translations and, and mods made of it, but uh, a really great exercise in translation and, and just like zany fun story that really like kicks off with a bang, you know, proper Kojima fashion, very cinematic suspense, cyber noir, yeah. just like everything you could want in a PC game of this era. So Jason, behind the or scenes ever. talk, actually, I texted for everyone else like knows too. Like I, I texted Jason like a little bit before this draft that I, there was a game I was considering picking that was Japanese release only. This is actually not it. I I didn't realize until 10 minutes before the draft this game came out this year. Uh and I'm glad that I checked. Um it would have been mine. Too. So the other the other one is still <laughs> out there and I might take it in a wild card. We'll see if if it falls. So All right, Dave. All right. So I got a question about the wild cards cuz my next pick I'll I'll use one of my wild cards on it. But when I read your rules, you said any game on any console, and I'm wondering released in 1994 in the U.S. Yes, or, do and do arcade games count? Yes, they yeah, do. 100. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, perfect. Well, then my first wild card pick is going to be Cruising USA. Nice. Um, tell tell us more. I, I mean, I actually I remember 
there was a restaurant, it was a pizza place that my parents always took us to that had a huge arcade. And Cruising USA was one of those games that I just remember playing it for so long. Because if you came in first place, you kept going. Like, they gave you so many lives, I guess, if you don't come in first. But if you came in first, you just kept playing. And I just remember sitting there, young Dave, behind the wheel of this whatever <laughs> car I picked, and I'm cruising through California. And then next thing you know, I'm in the cornfields of Iowa, like running down deer and cows, which was awesome because whenever you hit those animals, they exploded. I vividly remember <laughs> that. <laughs> for some odd reason i don't know why do you have like the cruising yeah like, st <laughs> stuck in your head all the time <laughs> all all those little noises like the noise of making the license plate when you're putting your initials on in like the hall of fame or whatever oh, yeah. and then just the visuals of finishing a race and you just see all those women in bikinis at the finish line and the ones holding the trophy with the with the very visible cleavage and <laughs> i mean looking at it now i'm like wow we really we really let kids just play this huh okay. yeah my mom was not happy about it um, yeah yeah I think mine my father, wasn't my father-in-law has this arcade game in his basement oh that's amazing oh that's amazing but yeah i mean it's a it's a classic the soundtrack is really good yeah but i i mean i remember playing it more recently and i just forgot how fast you move in that game like compared to other racing games that i play nowadays i felt like i feel like cruising usa you're just flying through that track yeah but but yeah it's a great I love pick. cruising usa yeah Ever since I when I was looking up games for this year and I saw Cruising USA listed for arcade, that like cruising has been playing in my head <laughs> and I can't get it out. It's very frustrating. All right, Jason. All right. Uh I'm like here scrambling now that you stole my police knots to figure out what my reworked uh draft plan is. Um it doesn't it doesn't throw too much of a wrench. I'm glad actually that because I also mentioned that I was playing a couple games from 1994, and I wanted was that one of them? A PC game. No, no, no. Oh, okay. I was playing a different PC game because I was always curious about it. Um, so we'll see if if I go with that one later. Um, so I lied earlier. I didn't pick my favorite Super Nintendo game first. Yeah, I saved it until the third round because sure I didn't think did. anyone had played it. Uh, so this, this is probably my favorite Super Nintendo game still rates on, you know, some of my, one of my favorite games of all time, uh, by a little company called Enix before the merger. Uh, I'm going with illusion of Gaia action RPG. Uh, you are a boy kind of nondescript boy named will in the town of South Cape and, you know, you find out that there's a an ominous-looking comet that's falling from the sky, and a princess happens to try to escape from the castle to the town. Basically, it's an incredible story. Uh, you know, told at a at a point when story was becoming you know more and more complicated and and uh, innovated 
innovative in uh, in video games generally. And the I mean the one of the appeals for me is that the the game is overlaid onto like the real world. So like the dungeons, you go to like the pyramids in Egypt, you go to Angkor Wat, you go to all these like real world places, but there are weird demon monsters and your character transfer. I don't know. I can't recommend this enough. It's an amazing game to play that from this era. Uh, you should all check it out. Uh, also, soundtrack. Excellent. Top class. <laughs> this was the first uh, video game bootleg soundtrack that I owned. And it's because I saw this pop up on eBay. I was like, oh, crap. How do I get Illusion of Gaia record? I need this. <laughs> Did this start your addiction? I would say I think I had bought a couple of vinyl before then, but this this is probably the one that started the addiction for okay. sure. Okay, gotcha. For sure. Um, yeah, an incredible, right. incredible game. So you've got Genesis and PC left. Oh, and handheld. Yeah, sorry, and handheld. Yeah, I I'm like, so this is the this is the thing because I didn't have a Genesis. I'm I'm thinking I'm trying to think of how I want to play Genesis. Like, do I pick? the game that like I was intrigued by that I wanted to play, or did I pick a, do I pick a game that I played later that I really love? Um, hmm. Or did I, do I pick a game that I played in a different format? So I'm kind of, um, this is, this is the thing that I actually for the last like 15 minutes have been wrestling with. Cause I, I didn't know exactly what I was going to do. Um, hmm. You know what? I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna punt Genesis because mm-hmm. let's you know let's kick it to the wind. Um, I'm gonna go with handheld, and I'm gonna go with the Game Gear, and this may be the only Sonic game I ever picked, but I played the shit out of it on my my Game Gear. So, uh, Sonic Triple Trouble. Jason, I knew you'd get there. You're a secret Sonic fan. Yeah. I mean, I don't I, st- I don't think I ever finished it because it was hard. And also the Game Gear, that thing crapped out. It, it was like you needed like eight double A batteries. You needed four, so many. And then you had to have it, it died in. so fast. For any even of if it was the, Go ahead, sorry. Those, no, any of those Sonic games or really any game, the screen crunch was so terrible that like you could barely see in front of yourself so you died like constantly yeah i don't think i don't think there's any game i i as a child wanted to beat more but the game the game console was actually a limiting factor it died so many times or you know it was the the like power cord was finicky and so if you moved a little bit it would it would cut off and then you would go oh yeah. no what, what where's my game no safe no safe functionality so you know a game of that era that i still love it i think the the mechanics were great it had tails who could fly yeah it, you know you could i always pick tails because why would you not want to fly right um and Same. then the like secret chaos emerald levels that you know for the life of me i couldn't find all of them uh it was charming it was great so I, there's my pick i remember being so like amazed with game gear i'm like it's in color this is incredible why is nintendo put something out in color yet and i remember dono came over and he would like bring his game gear over and we play and then i was like i don't want a game gear anymore <laughs> it's like i kind of thought it was a piece of crap and i hated playing a sonic game on it because yeah like exactly what aaron said like you could barely see anything you can't react to stuff in front of you um 
I basically played this and one other game that I'm considering taking my handheld. So I'll, I'll withhold. It feels like it feels like they ported. They basically just ported Genesis games, but they didn't think about like screen real estate. Yeah. So it's, not at all. Uh, I mean, I, I love it for that reason. It's it was doing really sophisticated things, but very constrained at the same time. I don't know. There's something to it. Yeah. Good pick, Dave. All right. So for me, I've never owned a Super Nintendo. So a lot of the picks that I had for Super Nintendo were ones that I played on the Genesis. But since they're on the Super Nintendo, one of my picks is going to be one of those games that I played on Genesis. Um, and this is a game from the heart, as a lot of my picks are. And I'm going with Pac-Man 2, The New Adventures. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Tell us why. Well, I don't know if anyone else has played it, but it's a wild game. Like it's not it's not Pac-Man at all. I mean, you're pl- I mean, it is Pac-Man. Oh but- my god, the cover of this game is incredible. <laughs> right? Yes, it is. <laughs> I'm googling like, right now. So, it's not like the original Pac-Man where you go around the maze and you collect marbles and eat the ghosts. I mean, you can still eat ghosts in this game, but it's way different. It's it's like an, I don't even know what type of game to describe it. It's like an interactive graphic adventure. How you control Pac-Man is you're in control of a slingshot and you target things in his world and you hit them to make him like notice them or walk towards them. And you help him do mundane tasks like get like a bottle of <laughs> no, like get a bottle of milk from the grocery store or find a rare flower on the top of a mountain. You know those, Pac- those classic Pac-Man things yeah. that everyone exactly. knows. Exactly. So what you're telling me is there's a cozy Pac-Man game that well, I need, that I need to play. Well, you think it's cozy until you try to actually get him to do what you want. Because you'll slingshot something and he'll look at it and then a question mark will go above his head like, what? And I'm like, you got just look at it. Just go to that thing. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. It's very frustrating. But one of the funniest things that you can do is you can actually hit Pac-Man with the slingshot. And he slowly gets angrier. Wait, so he doesn't have the slingshot? You are this like third you, person voyeur that's just watching him <laughs> shooting things exactly. with a slingshot around him that's exactly it's very disturbing and you can slingshot him you can hit him so many times where then he just ignores you completely and then wow. he's just raging mad going around pack land and he'll be like knocking ice cream out of kids hands he'll be breaking <laughs> things he'll be just like <laughs> what on fight. earth is this it's it's, it's actually it's a Grand wholesome, Theft Auto. It's wholesome Pac-Man, guys. He pulls out a gun, wastes <laughs> half the village. Jeez. You watch and him as he like has sex with his wife. His wife yeah, but misses, you have to shoot the slingshot at the exact spots to please yeah. her. He's angry because Miss Pac-Man's gobbling it's, down ghosts. Oh, it's, it's just wild. And the whole plot of the game is. There's the ghosts and there's the queen of the ghosts. 
and they just what? want Pac-Man dead. And they're trying to kill Pac-Man. This is amazing. He's and just trying to live in his little classic. cottage core house. Exactly. Like the, the first task literally is Miss Pac-Man. I, at least I think so. She's like, Pac-Man Jr. needs milk. Go to the store and get milk. So you lure him to the store to get the milk. And then I'd, you come back home. I don't know if I've ever heard of a game more deserving of an episode of this podcast. What would I, I, you, I, I think it's, I think at this point it's obligatory. I think it is. And Please. Dave, obviously you can be the guest on that episode. Um, if we can I'm find honestly, a way to play this, uh, we will. I'm just having an existential crisis thinking about them putting Pac-Man. He's just like, I just eat pellets and run away from ghosts. And then all of a sudden he's in this like village I just yeah. like that there's a queen ghost who her entire royal agenda is just icing Pac-Man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like that's wow. her whole agenda. And um, yeah, it's it's just a wild game. Yeah. I'll yeah. say. Okay. Okay. So I've got two wild cards <laughs> and I've got, I know How I got to follow that. Okay. I know you okay. can't left okay. him. I've I'll, left him speechless. I'll tell you what, I can't, I can't follow it. It's going to be, it's going to be a whimper after that. Um, Aaron's choice to take a game he hasn't played is forcing me to take a game that I haven't played because I, while I have there, like there were only two other handheld games I played. If I'm not counting tiger electronics, I did not come prepared for that. Um, I played two Game Gear games that have not been taken, but I don't want to take either one of them, honestly. Um, I didn't like either one of them. Uh, so I'm going to take a game that I've only watched footage of and haven't actually played, even though I downloaded it on my, I think on my 3DS before the shop closed. I will be taking Donkey Kong 94. Yep. For Game Boy. Yeah, I saw that. Um, this game looks really awesome. It kind of starts off as like a traditional Donkey Kong and then says, actually, no, this is a fun like Donkey Kong related platformer game that you're going to play now. And I had no idea that that was what it was for the longest time. I remember seeing this game like as like a highly recommended game. And I was like, why? It's just Donkey Kong, the arcade game on Game Boy. I had no idea what it actually was. And now that I do, um, I've been meaning to play it. I just haven't got around to it. So um, but it looks fun and I can't wait to play it. And it's a Donkey Kong game, so you can't really go wrong. Agreed. Yep. All right, Aaron. All right. I am going to go with my PC pick. Um, I want to go with my heart, but I will go with my head. Um, I will pick nope. Star Wars <laughs> High Fighter. No, no was that was my one. <laughs> No, Star Wars Tie. I thought that was going to be your head and your heart. I'm like this. Aaron's head and heart are lining up perfectly here. No, my my no. heart is lining up with Rise of the Robots, which oh. is an objectively oh. terrible game. Aaron, why why do you say you're going to go with your head as if we have a gun to your head forcing you <laughs> to do that? I, you sounded so pained when you said that. No, 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 no. Um, no, I'm very enthusiastically going with my head. This is also a pick of my heart. Um, Star Wars TIE Fighter was one of the few PC games we had growing up. Um, I've talked ad nauseum about my love of Star Wars, um, seeing Star Wars growing up like over and over and over again. So the idea that there was a game where you could be a TIE Fighter pilot, that you could do dogfights, that you could go through obstacle courses. If you look back on this game now, it's extremely primitive. But at the time, like you could be a TIE Fighter pilot, which like to eight year old me was 
mind-blowing and kind of intense wish fulfillment way more so than the x-wing game that also came out like i was like i kind of got bored with being an x-wing pilot even though i obviously wanted to be the good guys but the fact that you could play as a tie fighter just blew my mind tie fighters are so much cooler to me than x-wings as well and the idea that in canon they're like faster even though they have less armor like i just think tie fighters are really cool yeah it's a good pick yeah what are you gonna do now joey I do have a, a backup, but I okay. only like like. But it was like that was like my brother had it on uh, our computer, and I play it occasionally. And I was like, I remember that game. I do remember another game, um, but I don't think anyone else is going to pick it. So, um, now that changes my strategy. Yeah, so I guess I'll pick the PC game. Why not finish this up, and I can do my two wild cards. I'll do uh, micro machines. Nice. You know, I, I, just, I enjoyed this as a kid. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're I, I just remember being like, yeah, the bigger than life, like, you know, going around a pool table. And I know that's the picture, but like, you know, it's like they're acting like actual Hot Wheels cars that you move around. Like my brother, if he ever listens to these podcasts, would understand that uh, we used to play this game occasionally here and there. It's like that game you go on your computer to see what's on and then you play it for a few and you're like, oh, this OK, this is fun. And then uh, you kind of jump off. So I'm sad that uh, I have to say that about one of my picks. That's as much love I can have for this game. But the Star Wars game, I do remember a little bit more of. My brother had it and downloaded it. And we used to play it and kind of see who could get the higher score. So somewhat, thanks, Aaron. Somewhat related note. Did anyone here play the Micro Machines game for Nintendo 64? No. It's, yes. it's yes, really fucking fun. It's really, really fun. Uh, it's like basically you're just driving around. Um, it's like top down and you just kind of hold like the go button down and steer. But it's like really hard to steer. And essentially, like you just keep going until people like crash. And then the person who makes it further along the designated track kind of wins. And then everyone gets mm-hmm. put back on the track and it goes over and over and over again. And it's a hoot. Um, it is. Because people I... just are crashing constantly. Yes, I so that that's my PC pick, and now I have freedom to do well, do what I want. Here. Yeah, you, you've got two wild cards. What are you going to use it on? You got or um, what, what's, what are you going to use your first one on? That is, yeah. So after Dave did arcade games, I just realized by five days this is ineligible. But uh, Children of Adam, the X Men arcade game, oh came shit, out January fifth. Oh. I did that right as we were uh, doing the podcast. I was like, I wonder when that came out five days into 95. So I was like, oh, that would have been a great game to get. Um, But I'm going to do a different X-Men game, uh, Mutant Apocalypse. Ooh, Uh, we played this game again. It was one of the games that we had. It was I was big into X-Men. So it was just one of those games that we like forced ourselves to play. It's not that like wonderful or anything. Um, but you play as like, uh, you know, different X-Men, like Wolverine has a stage, Beast has a stage, Rogue has a stage, Gambit has a stage. And, you know, they're in the style of the uh, X-Men that I grew up with that I love. Um, you know, there's nothing super special about it. It was, again, stupid hard. That kind of just matches this time, for, like, you know, this year, everything was kind of stupid hard or just a lot of fun. Um, and this fell in the stupid hard category. And... Uh, 
yeah, it was just it was just a lot of fun. Matt and I and even my older brother, Mike, played it quite a lot. And uh, I enjoyed I just remember having fond memories of this. So um, if I can't have Children of Adam, I will pick uh, X-Men Mutant Apocalypse. All right, Aaron, you've got two wild cards. I do. So um, my first wild card is the game that I was going to pick way back when because I was worried someone would take it. Um, I am picking Lunar for the Sega CD. Oh, wow. All right. Mm. Tell, tell, I don't think I know nice. anything about it. Tell me about it. You don't know Lunar or Lunar 2? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Are you serious? Can someone back me up? Does anyone know about Lunar? I'm not saying oh, I represent I... all people. Yeah. <laughs> I have always been fascinated. I've always wanted to play them, but I have never had a chance. I just like never had the consoles they were on. And it's like, if it gets a re-release, 100%, I'm going to play them. Lunar, the Silver Star? Yeah. Oh, wait, no. So... Wait, no, so that... there's Lunar 1, and I believe Lunar 2 is Silver Star Story, which more people know about. Let's see. Lunar Eternal Blue is the one that came out in 94. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, it definitely looks never... like, a, like a Final Fantasy alike, for sure. It is. Uh, I never had the chance to play either of these games, but I would absolutely love to. Um, and like Jason said, the second there's any kind of remaster, which I think hopefully there will be, um, I'm going to buy both. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like a fun game. I'm doing the research as well. Yeah, that's one of the fu- like the best thing about these drafts is like you learn about games like, oh, OK. And then yeah. you get it from somebody that loves the game. You're like, oh, OK, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll put some more time and effort into this. Um, OK. I'm really torn because I'm kind of, I feel like I have a similar. And on one hand, like the world is my oyster right now. There are like five games that I'm trying to pick between, which is a, a good place to be. Um, It's kind of like a am torn between like some heavy nostalgia I had for the this particular like 90s era. I'm torn between like that and and there are a couple games that I know are really well regarded that are on my list of games to play that I haven't played I I'm certainly not against anyone taking games they haven't played. Obviously, I didn't play Police Knots, but I like I try not to uh, unless I have like a really good reason. And so I'm torn. I, I don't know if I can pick that. There's some big major nostalgia picks. Um, man, I think that I am going to go with a just a very me pick. And I'm going to take the Adventures of Batman and Robin for Super Nintendo. Oh, I knew it. Right. I knew it. Um, very important distinction to make here. Um, I played multiple versions of this game, and it actually took me a minute to remember this whole thing. Um, because I was originally be like, oh, I'm just going to use my Sega Genesis pick on that. I played that. Uh, and then I looked up footage of the game, and I'm like, what the fuck? I This is not what I remember playing at all. And because it's not the same game, it's a much, much worse game. And I think it also came out on Game Gear and it sucked on that too. And so this ends my my thesis as to why Sega sucks. And the Sega Genesis <laughs> sucks. Seriously though, like Aaron, I know you love Batman the Animated Series. Look up the, the Adventures of Batman and Robin on Super Nintendo and compare it to Sega Genesis and tell me you would want to play the Sega Genesis one more. You would. I will have to do my research, but I am now very excited to do said research. I mean, there there's there are two different styles of games. Like they're I mean, they're both kind of like just 
side scrolling beat em ups. But Sega, the Sega one is much more of that in that vein. And yeah, so that threw me for a real loop. I really thought that that was going to be my Sega pick. Um, but, you know, this is just like, I loved Batman the Animated Series so much, and I wanted to consume any amount of it that I possibly could. And video game adaptations of that cartoon were kind of like not great, um, or at least, or, or sorry, not not great, just mainly didn't exist. And so I, I kind of like, this was really like a diamond in the rough, I suppose. Like, I don't even know if there was anything on Game Boy, but I got, you needed that color. You needed like some of the beauty of Batman the Animated Series comes from really the animation. And I don't remember who made this game, but they did a really good job of kind of sticking to the art style of the show. And for a like six-year-old kid, that was totally my shit. So that is my heart pick. So, I mean, by that logic... The Adventures of Batman and Robin for the Genesis is still available. <laughs> technically, it, it technically is. Um, <laughs> that is true. They are not the same game. And Jason has a Sega Genesis pick open. It's true. Oh. It is like Sega Black Genesis Dickens. one is like full running gun, and it's it's uh, it's just not my type of not my type of game. So, am I the only one who says Sega Genesis in the? What's it, uh, Biggie Smalls voice? Sega Genesis. Every time you guys say that, I, I think Super of that. Nintendo Sega oh, Genesis. Sega Genesis. <laughs> that's all, that's the only way I could think of it. Absolutely. All right, Dave, you've got a PC and a wild card pick left. All right. Well, I'm going with my PC pick. And just to be clear, the games that I'm picking for this draft, they're all games from the heart. For me, they're games that I remember playing as a little kid. So my PC pick, um, it's a video. It's a computer game I vividly remember playing a lot of. As soon as my parents, as soon as we got a computer in our home, and a fun fact about it, it's one of the first games that Epic Games made back when it was Epic Mega Games. Oh, and I'm going with Jazz Jackrabbit. Oh my gosh, I've never even heard of this. What is it? <laughs> deep really? cuts, Dave. Deep cuts. Yeah, deep cuts. I'm yeah, loving it. Ja- so Jazz Jackrabbit, uh, you play as this neon green rabbit, uh, Jackrabbit. It takes place like thousands of years in the future. And because why not? <laughs> Because why not? And it's it's a 2D platformer game where you jump around the stage as jazz and you shoot turtles. As, as you do, of course. The as turtles! Yeah, well, because it's based off of like the tortoise and the hare, but they've stayed as rivals for like centuries. And now it's just developed into this all-out war with guns and bombs. So you play as Jazz Jackrabbit and you have to rescue the princess who's been kidnapped by the turtles. So, mm. yeah, there's not really much to say about it. I mean, you you basically just jump through the stage like any platformer of the time, like Sonic or Mario, and you collect carrots, you collect uh, ammo for your guns and bombs, and you just go through the level just blowing stuff up. 
I'm looking this up. It looks insane. Right? But in a, in a good way. Yeah, and the soundtrack is very good, actually. Like, How does it compare will... to Pac-Man 2, The New Adventures, in terms of bad shit insanity? Well, Pac-Man 2... Well, Pac-Man 2 is more insane because of how you have to play that game. Like Jazz Jackrabbit, you're at least in control of the character. When you want them to jump, they'll jump. When you want them to shoot a turtle, they'll shoot the turtle. It's not like Pac-Man 2. But yeah, Jazz Jackrabbit. And they had a few sequels come out for it. And I think they even rebooted it on, I think, the Game Boy Advance at one point. Maybe I forget, but yeah, it's been around for a little bit. So they really need to bring this character back. The mascot yeah. era is is happening again. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, Jazz Jackrabbit for Smash Bros. Next next game. Yeah, <laughs> clearly, yeah. Yeah. yeah, clearly. Oh my god, the interface—it's really like Duke Nukem Doom at the bottom. Yeah. The, the style, which is incredible. And I have to, this like looks slightly like a Bucky O'Hare knockoff, slightly. <laughs> I was thinking Not Conker's. To Conker's Bad Fur Day, you know, a little bit. It's really, yeah. but whatever it's drawing from, it looks incredible. Definitely something right? to check out. Yeah. Definitely check it out. Wow. Spaz right. is, I don't know where Spaz is in this game, but uh, he seems like to be my spirit animal. <laughs> this, I mean, this basically looks like Bugs Bunny was dropped in toxic waste and given a bunch of like steroids yeah, and yeah. firearms yeah. And firearms. Yeah. yeah 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 all right wow wild love it all right jason uh you can finish your team off you got a sega and a pc pick yeah so i finally after all this time figured out how i was going to handle genesis and it's a game that, you know, I obviously didn't play on a Genesis because I didn't have a Genesis. I didn't have friends who had a Genesis. Um, but it's a game I played on Game Gear and they're, you know, they were released at the same time. And I would be surprised if any of you have played it or heard of it. Uh, it is called Dynamite Heady. Nope. Uh, I don't know. I got to look it up. Blank stairs. Tell, you need tell to check it out. It, it is it is wild. It is, I would say it's somewhere between like Sonic and Donkey Kong Country. Uh, fast paced platforming, some action. He like shoots his head to like hit enemies. You gotta like, oh, yeah. Okay. I just knock saw your the head into things. And just like an absolutely bonkers art style. Totally huh. like, like pop art, Japan. Yeah, it's got, you definitely give you like some Rayman vibes. Um, great soundtrack as i remember it just like totally unexpected game fantastic um i would say it's up there with some of the the sonic games that came out on on genesis as far as like fun play style and it's got the like unpredictability element you're you're up against things you've never seen you're like why what is happening in this game why confused the whole time but you know loving every second so it's it's giving me like Sonic meets like match, uh, like Rayman. Yeah, Rayman or like uh, why can't I think of it? Um, Matchstick Maker. Uh oh, you're thinking of the band Matchbox Twenty. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, is this on Switch Online? It's I don't think be. so. 
No, I don't know. That's the thing. It it's sh- it's one of those games that really should be. I don't know. It, it's worth taking a look at because it's you know well, it's as far as Steam. retro games you would play. Totally worth playing. Yeah, it's on Steam, and I, I just because I looked it up and I saw it as like really it had really good reviews at the time, so I would thought maybe it would be on uh, Virtual Console, but maybe not. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder. Hmm. All right, what's your PC pick? All right, my PC pick. Uh, this is a game that I was playing this week because it's a game that I'd heard of. I was like, nobody's going to take police knots. I can take that fourth or fifth round. I'll be fine. <laughs> Lo and behold. You sh- you, I guess laid- don't underestimate my... I, I, I There are a lot of games that I've listened to soundtracks of that I like haven't actually played physically. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I totally vibe with choosing a game because of the soundtrack you can't yeah. argue with that it's, you can I mean, choose a game because of the soundtrack those the game music it's like half of the world honestly yeah. um, i do encourage gaming. everyone else if i didn't already when we were and i know you would agree jason it's to like go like youtube police knots and just like watch some footage from it it's yeah it's sweet or download a modded version. You can play it English. Yeah. There's plenty of like workable translations. It's I've, it's fun. I've got to do that. I don't think it's yeah. I've got to I've got to finish it too. I didn't finish it. Um. All right. So my PC pick. Um. I I'm gonna justify it by saying that this is the kind of game like I played a lot of point and click games as a kid. PC. I like. I really enjoyed point and click. Hell yeah. Uh, um. <laughs> this is a game I would have loved. I think. Um. And. With the art done by Dave Gibbons of Watchmen fame. Ooh. I'm going with Beneath a Steel Sky. Wow. I have not even heard of this. I hadn't I hadn't either. I, I might have heard of it in passing, but I was looking up, you know, what, what games came out this year. Um, just totally crazy. I didn't finish it. I'm still I'm still playing it, but I had a lot of fun, you know, for a few hours messing around and remembering how finicky point and click adventure games can be with them like you have to have pretty precise timing with where you click when you click so you get you know you can get into this room when someone's walking out it's actually pretty sophisticated in that regard but crazy cyberpunk story it's got an opening 10 page um comic drawn by gibbons gibbons did the art so penciled the the backgrounds for for the game oh this is so cool. the, the Art is great. The writing, the dialogue, fantastic. Actually, just like, it's like you're this guy who's trying to escape. Or, I mean, you grew up in the wastelands, but then someone came and brings you back uh, to the city. This big, you know, ominous metropolis. And you're basically evading security from from the start and have to figure out how to escape because you want to get out. And tagging along is your uh, your trusty robot sidekick who is, you know, a wise crack. And there's just a lot of like, you know, with any point and click game, it's a lot of banter, but really well done. The writing hmm. um, and it was. Yeah, it's it's free to play. You can download it on Steam, play it for free. Really surprising fun. I I've I think I would have enjoyed it back then and I'm certainly enjoying it now. So that's my final pick. It looks really interesting and it looks very inspired by the Space Quest series or it's giving me like vibes of the Space Quest series. I'm not sure if any guys played that, but that's another those were like those in the King's Quest games were like the big point and clicks that I played back then. This looks like way more like my vibe. It's cyberpunk, Aaron. 
Oh no, steampunk. That's what you hate. Steampunk, not cyberpunk. <laughs> cyberpunk I can handle. You don't like the term steampunk. <laughs> don't love it, no. <laughs> it's 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 cyberpunk. Yeah, it's def- it's definitely squarely in cyberpunk. Yeah. Cool. All right. Thank you. Dave, your last wild card. Okay, so my last wild card pick, um, one of a genre of game that I love a lot are the puzzle games. So like Tetris and things like that. So my last wild card pick is going to be Wario's Woods. And mm. specifically the one, the version that came out for the NES. So the original Nintendo. Oh, they! I didn't even know they were making... OG Nintendo games at it, this point. It, it's the last like original Nintendo game that came out in America. And it there were some released. great NES games from this year. Yeah. Yeah. And um it was also released on the Super Nintendo as well. So it had like a dual release on both consoles. Ah. But what's fun with this puzzle game, unlike Tetris, where you're in control of where the blocks land in Wario's woods. You play as toad and the stuff just drops from the ceiling, but you're in control of toad and you're basically rearranging the blocks as they fall to then line them up. And you can like kick the Mm. blocks across the stage and uh, you pick them up and just drop them down. It's surprisingly very addictive and a lot of fun. And I think it's on the Switch Online, I think the NES version is, not the Super Nintendo version. But it's definitely worth a play. Yeah, it's a fun one. Yeah, yeah. Did, wait, did they... No, this wasn't the one for Virtual Boy. That was a different... That was a separate... War... That was like a whole Wario Land game, right? Uh, I'm not sure. There was some Wario game that was on Virtual Boy. Or... I thought For a second, I thought that that's what this was, but maybe not. Or like that it, it had a release for Virtual Boy, but I think I'm wrong about that. No, I'm looking it up now. It had a Satellaview release. Are you thinking of that? No. Oh my God, Satellaview. <laughs> nice. How often, James, are you thinking of Satellaview when other people are not? All the, all <laughs> Only the when I'm spinning my Satellaview vinyl soundtrack. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's true. I do have that. Um, all right. So I... There, there are definitely more like kind of deeper cut Super Nintendo games. I feel like I could take like three other games that I played and enjoyed of this year. I'm not really sure which one I want to do because I don't know. This is this is really tough. I, I actually think I'm going to I'm going to zag a little bit. Um, I'm going to I think I'm going to take a game that I haven't played. So I'm going to do that twice um i'm going to take kingsfield for, oh. for ps for ps1 the first game by from software not a miyazaki oh, game this was wow. before miyazaki um but this is like a this is an odd um I, I actually oddly have slightly more to say other than just i haven't played it i've consumed a decent amount of media about this game um i have not actually like I've listened to podcasts about this. Like, I mean, Jason and Aaron know they're these podcasters that that do Dark Souls games and they're really, really good and have a huge love for the series. And they went back and they kind of played all of like FromSoft's games, um, including Kingsfield. 
And so I've like listened to a whole podcast about it. It made me really want to play the game. And then when I, when I watched like footage of it, I, when I looked at a let's play, I was like, this looks kind of, kind of old and uh, a game that seems like it'd be kind of a tough one to go back to now. Uh, like a lot mm-hmm. of games from this era. I mean, not all games. I, I would say like, seems like a lot of the games that we're all picking are games that aren't hard to go back to, but I, I I'm kind of unmotivated to come back to this now that it's been kind of like brought to the U S but I, I gotta, I gotta shout it out for being just like the origins of one of the best studios. I think that exists right now. They just make incredible games and there's very much dark souls DNA in Kingsfield. And I, I'm, I'm not going to say go and check it out everybody, but you know, just shout out to to Kingsfield and to to FromSoft for starting uh, a journey that led to some of the greatest games I've ever played in my life. It all started somewhere. Nice. All right, Aaron. All right. I will close mine out by doing my second wild card pick. I will pick a Genesis game because, again, I was a Genesis boy. Um, this is going to be a heart pick. I will go with Mickey Mania. Nice. Now that was on my list. Disney's Mickey Mania. So okay, so there was a little love for this game. Um, I think what made it really cool is that they tried as hard as they could to mimic the kind of old Disney animation styles. Um, This was a game that I did not own, but that was at my cousin's house, and we would play kind of endlessly to beat it. We never were able to beat it, but it's a game that if it ever was remastered or I could easily emulate it which I could now, but I'm lazy and I don't want to. Um, but if there was a remaster, I would definitely play this. Um, what do you guys remember about this game? Just the art style, really. Yeah. I never, I, I don't think I ever played it, but I feel like I saw it in like magazines and such, and it looked really fun. It like It was kind of a little bit of style over substance. Like the actual mechanics of the game weren't perfect. Um, but especially when I was a little kid, then I kind of didn't mind because of how good it looked. Was this? Yeah, oh, sorry, is this Genesis I, I also, or Genesis, Sega CD? Yeah. Okay, got it. it. It played very similarly, or looked very similar to like the the NS or Super Nintendo game of um, Mickey's. It was like the name is escaping me, but it's like when you put on different hats, and you get different powers from the hat. You can be like a firefighter, like a wizard yeah. guy. Mm-hmm. Very same art style. And I remember being like, oh, this this game at for Super Nintendo is way better than that game because I played it a few times. So like all my memories, I'm like, I think I remember this game because I did play it. But then I'm like, no, I just remember the other game so much more. Yeah, I mean, this was definitely mine. <laughs> yeah, this was this was my Mickey game. <laughs> <laughs> we all have one. Yeah, it was the NES Magic Kingdom, whatever that one was. Yeah, that's the one I think I'm talking with the different hats, right? I um, I don't remember hats. I remember like the rides. See, it's oh, it's like then... just vague memory. You were just riding mm-hmm. rides in an NES game? No, <laughs> the like levels were like you had to go down to the different parts of the Magic. I have to look this up. You had to go to different parts of the Magic Kingdom and like collect thing. I don't I don't actually remember what the gameplay looked like though. Hmm. So really like you vague keep... recollection of it. You keep mentioning Kingdom, and I just think Kingdom Hearts. Solid. <laughs> it was actually out. the original Kingdom Hearts game. Sora <laughs> was in it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's where they got it from. 
That'll be in Kingdom Hearts 4. They go back to that game. (laughs) I think, Dave, based on all of your hard picks this time, you have demonstrated more than any of us that you are most worthy of a Keyblade. Yeah. Yeah. And like the 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 1994 draft award for the most the Aaronist Aaron goes to (laughs) goes to goes to Dave. Well done, well done, Dave. Oh my god! I just looked up Adventures in the Magic Kingdom. It looks like ghoul, ghosts, and goblins almost. Really? (laughs) Actually, that game was wild. It was tough. I would have to go back and and play that again. All right, Joey, you got the last pick. Uh, and the one I was thinking of is um, the Magical Quest to Mickey Mouse. Um, that yeah. sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Let me know if I can do this. Um, so, Jason, like, I all these games retroactively, I'm looking up to see if they were in 1994. And uh, Steel Blue Sky is like a point and click. Oh, man, I was wondering if Wrath of Gods, that game that we always played at St. John of the Cross, Oh shit! That was fun. It was like fun. Brain 19... Quest. Yeah, it was nineteen ninety four. I remember playing with like my friends, being like, "Who can get the furthest?" That was a PC game. So if I could switch, since no one picked, I will do that. But if not, I'll I'll stay. Um, you want to switch but... from Wrath of Gods from Micro Machines to Wrath of yeah. Gods? Yeah, because that I remember that way more than Micro Machines. We did say in ninety seven draft that we would never allow it again because Aaron did it. However, <laughs> this is a wonky year for PC, so I'm okay with it. What does everyone else say? Yeah, but you guys are like it. Jason. Yeah. It's always like, oh man, did did that come out? Like you just got me like researching. I'm like, it did come out. Why isn't it on the list? All right, yeah. so swapping out Micro Machines for Wrath of Gods sounds like okay. no one has so any. PC is the hardest category to figure out when things came out because there's no like comprehensive list anywhere. You just have to like intuitively go and check it out. Yeah, yeah. So so mm-hmm. for my last pick. You know, you guys were all saying a game that you haven't played, and it almost got me to Doom 2 since it's so respected. I've heard so many great things. I love Duke Nukem, which is a very similar style game. Um, but I'm going to have to do NBA Jam because I nice. play that with my friends nice. all the time. And like the arcade, the arcade and like the my, one of my friends had it on. Uh, I think it was super nintendo but i can't i, I asked because i think it only was on arcade this year i think the super nintendo okay. one came well, that, that'd be year. better that's what i know most from but uh yeah yeah i'm gonna do nba jam just because i had a lot of good memories around it you know you just it stripped everything from basketball except for the pure fun of it like yeah you don't have to like do any mechanics to shoot and uh whoever hits the button and random chance wins almost it's hey you win and you get to gloat in, in front of your friend and that's great. If they stayed your friend, I've def- definitely gotten some fights. And if you knew, if you knew the button, like Matt, like you knew how to do the cheats and stuff, which I did knew, know how at one point. So, um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was just like stupid, easy fun. Um, but I'm surprised none of us picked Doom Two. Really surprised. I it was on my list. I never but... played it. I played the first one. I never got around to the second one. Yeah, and I think I like ends. Duke Nukem a little bit. And like very, very similar art style. Yeah. But it never really, I never really did Doom. Yeah. Yeah. Very I, similar art style and very similar play, you know, like first person shooters, yeah. destroying aliens with crazy yeah. guns. It's a, this is a good segue to, to honorable mentions. I, and I'll, I'll just briefly start in that. Like, I, 
some some Super Nintendo games that I played the shit out of that I didn't pick were Super Star Wars Return of the Jedi and yep. yes. and The Lion King. The Lion King, oh, I was going to say that too. I was going to say that. And a game that I played but hated, uh, I think I played it, we, I think we might have been playing it at your house, Jason, uh, was Michael Jordan, Chaos in the Windy City. <laughs> oh my God. I don't, I don't think I had that one. That. I, maybe it was maybe it was Steve's. I think that's that's on one of the like I think Nintendo Power did a list of like the worst video games of all time and that was definitely on that list. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, that Fu is on mine like really, really stupid I game think that, that we had. That also came out this year. Yeah. Yeah, um, I played uh, Animaniacs for Sega Genesis. I thought it was a fun game. Um, that I almost picked it. I literally almost picked it. Surprise no one game. picked Mega Man 6. Yeah. Yeah. That was um, on my list of possibles. And then sure. the number 1 game that I, I like i so until i realized police knots came out this year i was between two games and then there were there were other ones that i played that i just didn't want to pick i was between star wars tie fighter and mario's early years fun with numbers oh my <laughs> god <laughs> i've actually played that game too one yes. of the first pc games that i think i ever played <laughs> Which I think by the time I played it, I was too old for it, <laughs> but I still <laughs> wanted to play like I wanted to consume Mario things. And so I forced my way through it. Um, I, so shout, shout out to Mario's early years, fun with numbers. But there was like, you know, Math Blaster and Jumpstart Kindergarten that came out this year. But I, mm-hmm. I was I was I played both of those, but I wasn't going to pick either one of them. What about you guys? Some some honorable mentions. Doom Super 2 for Street Fighter 2. Turbo, game. yeah. Oh, that, yeah. that's a huge one. That's a if that's a big one. If I didn't get three Super Nintendo games with my first three picks, Arcade Super Street Fighter Two Turbo would have been my pick. Nice. Mm-hmm. I also I just want to say because you mentioned the Lion King game, I just want to give a shout out to one level in particular, the I just want to be king level, where you had to <laughs> roar at those monkeys. To get them in the right order to throw you around the stage. <laughs> that frustrated me so much to figure that out as a kid. Like, mm. oh, I have vivid, angry memories about it. But it's a good, angry memory, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, I totally get that. I was yeah. but- I almost picked that over Kingsfield, but then I was like, you know what? Lion King also kind of fucking sucks, like in how hard it was at times. It's so, so hard. So uh, hard. No, thank you. I definitely I, that brought out a lot of bad qualities in me. I almost want to buy it because then they remastered it with the Aladdin game and re-released it on the Switch, I think. They even did and like I a limited almost, physical release of the game. too. Yeah. And I almost really? want to get it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, Aladdin. I didn't, know, I didn't know the physical re- release was a thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, talk yeah. to talk to me and Jason, Joey, and we'll open up a whole world of limited physical releases. <laughs> <laughs> you want to drain right. your wallet and, and all of your <laughs> children's college funds. Yeah, and speaking of, yeah. uh, even though we're celebrating Jason's engagement, we're arguably celebrating something even more monumental, which is the say. announcement of the Gex trilogy on physical yes. release for modern consoles. Yep. Uh, I think it really pales in comparison to that. It really does. And, you know, yeah. So I can't, I can't wait to play that in 2027. 
when it comes. All right, to let me physical. let me run through my list of honorable mentions yeah, because yeah. I got to point out Super Nintendo was so deep this year. Super yeah. Punch Out came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ken Griffey Jr. presents Major League Baseball. Oh hell out, yeah! Right, yeah. Clay Fighter. Um, oh, Clay Fighter. Yeah, Clay Fighter came out. Yeah, Clay Fighter came out. Yeah, and Clay Mates, I think, as well. Um, so there was, you know, picks upon picks for Super Nintendo. You could have kept going, and that's that's why we we have floated Wasn't the possibility of six person. I think so. I think so. And yeah. maximum cartridge. No maximum. Car- no, it's not maximum. It's uh, Venom. Spider-Man and Venom Maximum Carnage. Oh, I would have picked that. It's for the Genesis, though. Uh, I thought it came out on uh, Super Nintendo this year. Did it not? I I guess I did not research well w- enough for that. What this. does Wikipedia say? It says so 94. I, maximum oh, Carnage. Yeah. I would have picked Look that, too. That. Darn it. That big game is also a piece of shit, though. We all know it. I beat and, it, though. First game I ever beat. Wow. Wow. Applause. And James, you brought up that FromSoft had its first game in 94. You know what other studio had its first game in 94? What? Bungie. Marathon. Oh, really? Oh, shit. First, yeah, the, 94 was a huge year. And we like things that we didn't even realize wow. from, from studios that we're familiar with coming out of this year. Wow. I'm sorry. Let me clarify. First game I beat before my older brother, Mike. There we go. Ah, I was okay. like, there's no way that was the first game I beat. First game I beat before my older brother, Mike. Gotcha. Dave, Aaron, honorable mentions? Uh, Just Doom 2, like I said. Yeah. Dave? Mm, I can't I can't really think of any... Well, actually... Any Tiger games you want to shout out? <laughs> no. So we talked about the Mickey Mania game and the Magical Quest game. Disney's Magical Quest 2 came out that year, and it had Mickey and Minnie Mouse. And you were like in a circus or something. Mm. I don't remember much about it. I just remember that was a game I played with my brother because my parents, they were like, oh, Disney, let's just get them that. They can play it together. And I had to play as Minnie Mouse because my brother <laughs> had to be Mickey. So whatever. But it, it's like the other Magical Quest game. You put on different outfits and get powers that way. Typical platformer. Mm. All right, question for Dave. If you had not chosen the show-stopping Tiger game as your first pick, yeah. what would your first pick have been? Uh, Wario Land for handheld. Oh, so maybe wouldn't have made it to me anyway. Yeah, that maybe. was good. I, if you picked I, handheld first. Because I was going to pick handheld first because I just did not have many options. But gotcha. I figured no one would pick, Pac- no yeah. one would pick Pac-Man 2. I could not uh, think any of us had heard of it. I guess I can't now be mad at Aaron anymore. Yeah. What? Wait, why? No, I can't be you're... mad at Aaron because, well, because it would have, it technically wouldn't have fallen to me anyway. You would have taken oh, it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have well, taken it. Yeah. I, it never really occurred to me to take that first because I just didn't, I, I couldn't not take one of Super Metroid, Donkey Kong Country, or Final Fantasy VI first round. There was just no way. Yeah. Um, Jason, a question for you quickly. Illusion of Gaia, did they give proper credit to the whoever did the artwork for Link to the Past for their blatant copy of the game box? Wait, let me hold on. <laughs> I just like Googled it. I've never looked like, at them side t- side by side. Uh, like, look at this shit. <laughs> it is Zelda. Oh, I my mean, gosh. I, I guess. Yeah, it, it totally is. 
I'm, I mean, not, I'm still going to play it. I mean, yeah, the interesting thing is it must, I mean, they must have done that because the, the J- Japanese box is totally different. Oh, right, the Japanese box art is totally different. So they must have been like, oh, U.S. audience, they know Zelda. Like, let's give them something to make them think of Zelda. That's, That's actually true. pretty savvy. I didn't think about that. I've never that, even that thought of really them smart. together, honestly. I've never, like, for me, the Illusion of Gaia box has always been the Illusion of Gaia box. But yeah. Ah. that's wild and it just it goes to show you that the super nintendo boxes are usually better in japan yeah a lot of the time they they are seems like most generations of video games they are overall except maybe nintendo 64 a little disappointing yeah i would agree japan is better in a lot of ways when it comes to video games um, let's all right. Let's all each go through our teams and say what we picked for each one. And then uh, something we had, I don't think we really did any of the other drafts, but we'll just in keeping with what Aaron and I do in our episodes. Like, well, let's we'll go around and talk about what we've been like playing or watching recently or anything we have to recommend to other people. So, Joey, go ahead and start us off with your team. Uh, Donkey Kong Country was my first pick. Earthworm Jim was my Sega pick. Handheld was Mega Man Five. PC Wrath of Gods, which I switched. Wild card number one, X-Men Mutant Apocalypse, and wild card two, NBA Jam uh, Tournament. I think that was the one that was for arcade. That's why I put that one down there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Aaron? Um, Yeah, Aaron, go ahead. All right. Uh, SNES, I have Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, Sega Genesis, Sonic and Knuckles, Handheld, Wario Land, Super Mario Land 3, PC, Star Wars TIE Fighter, Wild Card 1, Lunar, Eternal Blue, for Sega CD, Wildcard 2, Mickey Mania for Genesis. For my Super Nintendo pick, I have Final Fantasy 6, Sega Genesis, Castlevania Bloodlines, Handheld, Donkey Kong 94 for Game Boy, PC, Police Knots, and my wild cards were The Adventures of Batman and Robin for Super Nintendo and Kingsfield for PlayStation. All right, and my arguably winning picks were for Super Nintendo, Pac-Man 2, The New Adventures, uh, Sega Genesis, Sonic the Hedgehog 3, handheld Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the Tiger Electronics version, for PC, Jazz Jackrabbit, and my wild cards were Cruising USA, the Arcade Edition, and Wario's Woods. That is just a crazy list. I love it. Yes, Jack Rabbit. <laughs> I love it. And my slightly less zany list, uh, Super Nintendo pick was Super Metroid, Sega Genesis, Dynamite Heady, my handheld game, Sonic the Hedgehog, Triple Trouble on the Game Gear, my PC pick, Beneath a Steel Sky, Wildcard 1, Mega Man X, my round 2 pick, Wildcard 2, Illusion of Gaia, my round 3 pick. Uh, and that closes me out. I have a question, Jason, and it, it just occurred to me, and I'm going to not let it eat me up, depending on your answer. If I had taken Super Metroid, would Final Fantasy VI have fallen to me? No, no, I would have chosen Final Fantasy VI okay. for sure. Okay, okay, yeah. all right. It was it was like one or the other. If it, if I didn't right. get Super Metroid, I was pretty confident I would get F- Final Fantasy III yeah. slash six. yeah. But actually, I, I kind of am glad with how it shook out because I didn't actually play that game until much later. I didn't mm-hmm. play that one as a kid. I wish oh, I had. Yeah, same. I wish I yeah. had too. I'm sad I missed it. But plenty of time to play it now in the Pixel Remaster. I dabbled in that a little bit. It's, it's a blast. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to go back to the Pixel Remaster. It looks great. Yeah. All right. So what's everyone been uh, doing lately? Aaron, um, what, what do you so- got for us? 
I don't know if I mentioned it, but I did complete Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Um, it's it's not my favorite of the trilogy. Um, two still is my favorite. And probably one rates a little bit higher, but it's still very good. I'm working on the DLC now, so I'm doing that. Also, um, I'm very sick in the head. And <laughs> I already completed my Pokedex and Pokemon Scarlet. So I'm like, well, I have to buy Violet and start a new game and do that. I saw you sign on today and I was like, wait a second. Violet. I thought I was like seeing things. No, it was yesterday. I, I bought like, Violet and now Violet is my like. That's impressive. Tool I, around. Ha- hats off to you. Hats thank off to you, you. Thank you. Yeah. So I'm having fun with that. Yeah. Jason. Well, shout out to my recent fiance Inej. We just played Outer Wilds together. Uh, it was her first time playing, and what a oh. magical game! It's, it's a great game to share with someone too. Single player, but like just like having someone to explore with. Uh, can't recommend it enough. Um, so played that. You know, the there's a a big you know recent game that came out, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. So I started playing Breath of the Wild for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of it it's fun it's like it's not it's not like a zelda game for me it's it's very different but i'm enjoying it it's it's fun there's things i like there's things i don't like we can get into it later okay um and then as uh some research for today i played back-to-back chippendale rescue rangers oh, one nice. and two for the nes because i wanted to see if yeah. i never i never played two as, as a child i love number one but I was like, maybe maybe Chippendale Rescue Rangers two. Maybe that could be a pick for me. Hmm. Uh, not as charming as the first one. Still a good, okay. still a good game. Uh, definitely like graphical improvements. You can tell they put thought and effort into it, but not quite as charming as the original. Hmm. I have to say. In case anyone yes. was wondering, does anyone else have the theme song now playing in their head? Chippendale. Not well. Now I do. Rangers. We watched that with my sons. We we watched that just yesterday with my sons. I'm not even kidding. Amazing. I love that show. Wow. The show is yeah, fantastic. So How about you, Joey? The theme song is fire. Um, I just finished Tears of the Kingdom. Absolutely loved it. Um, put like just short of 200 hours into it, I think. Um, so now I'm like taking a break from video games. Just uh, But when I pick video games back up, Jason, I'm going to be picking up Hollow Knight. So I need to finish that. Uh, yeah, you gotta, <laughs> I, gotta, I, gotta, I have to know everything about what you think (laughs) (laughs) yes so um i need to pick that up and then uh from there i think i'm gonna go to dando's pick what is what does he want us to play again uh oh dangaropa dangaropa yeah Yeah. so like for those who are not listening uh me james matt my brother and i all said to each other hey let's let's each make and dando every yeah and dando Let's let's pick a game that everyone needs to play that we think you need to play. And uh, James picked Hollow Knight for us. I picked uh, Fire Emblem for him. Path uh, of Radiance. Radiance. Path of Radiance. Yeah. And uh, Dondo picked that. And my brother, I think he picked uh, what's that? Uh, slipping from my mind. It's a good game. I've seen him play it. Gosh, it doesn't yeah. matter. It Diablo. Doesn't matter. Diablo two. No. Oh, well, no. Matt, Matt gave me Diablo two. That's it. Okay. Whatever. I forgot. I already forgot. We, <laughs> is we that all... why you're pick is that why you're picking it up? Diablo two? 
Yeah. yeah. Matt Gaiman. You're just picking up for like, hey, I, I want to see Diablo, but I'm not going to play Diablo. No, before. I honestly wouldn't pick up Diablo. I've always been curious about Diablo, but I always thought like my gut instinct was that it wasn't wasn't really for me. Like, I think it would I would have liked it if I played it earlier in my life. And I'm not saying I don't like Diablo 2, because I guess I'll just go next. Like, I've been playing a little a little bit of Diablo 2. And if I didn't wasn't playing it with Matt or like if I wasn't going to be playing it with other people, I do not think I would get through it. Well, I have to get through it by the rules of our game exchange, but it would have been less fun. Um, that seems like a super like community game. But I think back in the day, if I had like played it by like Diablo one by myself on PC, I think I would have had fun with it. I'm just kind of it's just not really my jam now. Um, I, I mean, I did finish Path of Radiance a, a while back. I've been I finished Earthbound today for the first time. Um, I probably played like half of it, like, I don't know, six, seven years ago, maybe. And I just can't never you just beat it. It's a great, great game. It's amazing. It, it is good. And like when I when I told Dave briefly, it was like kind of was like there's there are some quality of life things that I just I can't get over. They're just unforgivable. The inventory management in the game is just awful. Mm-hmm. It's so awful, and a lot of JRPGs have that problem from that era. I, yeah, one of the funniest stories I've heard about this game is like uh, a friend of mine's like, "Yeah, I love that game," but then I gave the eraser to Paula, and then she got kidnapped, and you need the eraser to save her. Oh, so sh- oh, you just go I to the express or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Right? He's like, I couldn't continue. He's <laughs> like, it was. I had to restart the whole game, and I lost interest, so I didn't play. And I was like, oh, oh there's. It's an interesting thing. It's a glaring problem i don't know if we'll ever yeah. do earthbound for the show but I'll, so i'll just like nitpick something that like th- so there are like because it's a humorous game right and there are times where mm-hmm. it did things that really annoyed me that were like time wasters that i couldn't tell if it was part of the humor or if it was just a product of shitty game design of the era and i think a lot of the times it actually was the latter category and not the former mm-hmm. um for example, like you could buy a ticket to go see a show in like a concert hall. And when you, you have to buy the ticket and then you have to talk to the guy next to the guy who buy the ticket from, give him the ticket. Then he'll and then he'll move out of the way and then you, you know, do whatever you need to in the concert area. Then you come back and the guy's standing in your way again and you have to talk to him and he'll be like, oh, excuse me. And then he'll move again. Like that kind of dumb shit. <laughs> like, just let me come and go. So let me buy a That's ticket a and then let me walk James in. Nitpick. It's but it's it's like there, there's a lot of things like that. It's like very little sixteen bit era. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's there's a lot of that kind of stuff. And like I mean, speaking of like sixteen bit era of JRPGs, I mean Final Fantasy VI has some of those things in it. It's not free of it, but I do think that Earthbound is guilty of more of those. Like I spend. In JRPGs of that era, like the more time you spend in menus, the worse time you're having. And again, mm, Final Fantasy VI, yeah. my first time playing it, I did spend a lot of time in menus. Then when I started using a guide, much less time spent in menus. And then, you know, subsequently even less. Um, but yeah, no, Earth- Earthbound was a really fun game. I I, I liked it. Um, I would recommend it. I really want to play Mother 3. I'm not going to play the first Mother game. Um, I think Earthbound Beginnings is on virtual console but i I don't really i don't have the draw to play it but i've just heard such good things about mother three my brother's got a um fan translated copy of like on Mm -hmm. like a a gba cartridge yeah so i'm just gonna borrow that from him and play it yeah um game has a lot of menuing 
Hmm. Breath of the Wild has a lot of menuing. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it says it does, and you have to like yeah. the, the for a items Zelda game, vast. you know, like not like a universally, but yeah, for a Zelda game yeah, especially. I think that's well, been a surprise. Menuing <laughs> needs to be fun. If a game can have fun menuing, like mm. Resident Evil Four, or I would Ugh. argue Dark Souls is. I don't get annoyed being in menus in Dark Souls because it's fun True. to see what like is going to boost your stats and what is you know it's it's good. Can I use that as a segue into what I've been playing? Of course. Because um, I'm still playing Tears of the Kingdom, as a lot of people are. I got distracted, so I haven't played it for a couple weeks. But one of my pet peeves with the game so far is the menu system when you're like shooting an arrow and you're trying to attach something to your yeah. arrows. Um because most of the time I have it set to frequently used, but there's mm-hmm. always that one time when you want something that you haven't used in a while, and then <laughs> yeah. you have to find it, and yep. it's a pain. So yeah, yeah. good dough bones all day, buddy. Yes, yeah. <laughs> but true. um, besides Tears of the Kingdom, um, the new Mario Kart Eight DLC just dropped this. Oh, week. I haven't played it yet. Yeah, so I've been playing that. And for my birthday a couple weeks ago, uh, a friend of mine, he actually got me uh, the N64 wireless Switch controller. So I've been playing a lot of the N64 games on the Switch with that controller. Mm. And I've also just been playing different games like Mario Kart 8 works very well with an N64 controller. And Smash Mm. Bros. Ultimate, you can map the controls to make it just like the old school N64 Smash Bros. And oh, it's that's fun. Yeah. Nice. So I've been doing that. I forgot to mention, Ooh. I'm also playing Final Fantasy 16 and it's very good. Who do you main, Dave, in uh, Smash Ultimate? Uh, we Fit Trainer. Interesting. Nice. Very unique pick. Oh, Way yeah. And my, my, friend, and my friends are terrified of me and I love her because when she runs, she runs like a serial killer <laughs> because her back's completely straight and her arms are just move. It's so funny. So my friends Amazing. will just run in terror and I just chase them and just whack the volleyball at them. So, yeah. Mm. All right. You know, another thing that dropped this week that I just heard about, huge Hollow Knight mod that's a, a, apparently like an official DLC expansion almost. So oh. I will probably be going back to the Hollow Nest sometime soon. Yeah, to, and then you'll be lost there for forever. A long time. Well, <laughs> I'm not going to do the Pantheons again. Let's, let's... Well, unless they mod the Pantheons and they make oh, them shoot. fun. <laughs> I they don't know what it. you're talking about. It, it scares me. No, you, 300 hours. you don't need to do the Pantheons, Joey. I have no expectation that you would, though They're my so respect fun. for you would go up so high. Matt, Matt and Dondo did the bare minimum which i didn't specify what they had to do so they did but they did the bare minimum i was hoping that maybe one of you three was going to want to like engage with the game beyond the bare minimum <laughs> so you're my last hope but if it doesn't happen it's okay it's not gonna happen bud okay. <laughs> well thank you all on that note thank you all so much <laughs> Sorry, for joining Jason. us yet again um is is a joy to have you guys i uh, look forward to future drafts 
And um, as always, we sign off by saying Jazz Jackrabbit. <laughs>